Hi, I'm Jan. And I'm Lynn. Lamplighters is a Bible study that focuses on what God's Word means to each of us. We're taking a break from our formal study, but we don't want to take a break from noticing how alive and active God's Word is in each of our lives. So, with that in mind, we are going to do something a little different each week during the summer. We have invited some friends to come and share about either their favorite or most meaningful or most transformative scripture verses and tell us why that verse is particularly important to them. So, in other words, how they've experienced God's Word coming alive to them. Uh, We hope this is going to be an encouragement to you and that you will see ways that God's moving in your life, too. So this morning, we have with us a dear friend of ours, Kristen Schell, and she is going to talk to us about Romans 12, 13. Good morning, Kristen. Good morning. Thank you all for (laughs) inviting me to be here. Thanks for coming. Yes. So I've always thought that we got to choose our own verses. And so growing up, I sort of would try on different verses, if you will. But what I have learned and experienced in my life is that More often than not, God actually chooses a verse for you. (laughs) And so mine is, it came about in sort of a very serendipitous way. Um, It was many years ago at the church, we hosted a spiritual gifts workshop. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all remember remember that. Oh, yeah. So I I, didn't like my spiritual gift. I didn't like mine either, Jan. Surprising. (laughs) In fact, I, I didn't, I knew that I had the gift of hospitality, but I didn't want the gift of hospitality. And y'all, this is embarrassing to admit, but I tried to cheat on the, <laughs> I did. I tried to cheat on that assessment. Just keep taking it over and over? <laughs> no, I wasn't that wise. I actually, so I wanted another gift, but I didn't think through what, how I could have answered questions differently to get that particular gift. But I knew I didn't want hospitality. And so I would, I answered things just all askew. And so instead of having one or two gifts that sort of rose to the top, that Mm -hmm. was very obvious, I ended up with no gifts at all. (laughs) And so it was, it was pretty clear to the people that were helping uh, host the assessment that maybe I had just, they gave me the benefit of the doubt and said, you need to go sit over there and redo this. I think you've marked the wrong answers. So I didn't want hospitality. I clearly have the gift of hospitality. (laughs) And so at that time, I was like, okay, Lord, I can't fight you on this. It's probably not wise. Um, You're not Santa Claus. I can't ask you for a different gift. And so teach me. Hmm. And so as I was beginning to go through all the scripture looking for hospitality verses. I spent some time with Sarah and Abraham in the Old Testament and the very first sort of expression of hospitality. Spent some time with Peter and knowing about hospitality without grumbling. But I landed on Romans 12, 13. And I use the NIV Bible sort of as my Mm -hmm. basic translation. And so I sat with it, and I'm going to read it from the NIV. But Romans 12, 13 Um, says, share with God's people who are in need, practice hospitality. And I was like, well, okay, I get it. I'm supposed to practice hospitality. But I felt like God kind of left me hanging because he didn't tell me how to practice hospitality. It it wasn't exactly. He just said, practice it. And I was like, well, I got that part, but maybe that's why I don't like this gift is because I don't know how to do it. Mm. And so I 
kind of hemmed and hawed and messed up and tried all different things on my own. And then once again, I went back to God and said, well, maybe if this is your word and if this is your verse and if this is your calling on my life, you can tell me what to do. And I was led to another translation called The Voice. Um, It's not a paraphrase. It's a literal translation. But the translation of Romans 12, 13 says in The Voice, take every opportunity to open your life and home to others. Oh, I love that translation. Me too. And it was like, it was much more descriptive. And it just sort of came alive to me. And I like let it just sort of flow over me and spent a good amount of time just praising God. Thank you for giving me this. And and that was probably about 10 or 11 years ago now. Mm. And so... Let me tell you what, though, that we know that the Word is alive and active and ever, you know, mm-hmm. changing. The Word doesn't change, but it changes in us. And I've been through so many iterations now of understanding and and learning and still trying to break down what that means. Um, and there's very many, there's so many seasons um, mm-hmm. that, that this, this verse has guided and led me through. At first, what struck me was the every opportunity, because I thought that's mm-hmm. a lot. That Mm -hmm. felt like it was going to be always and constantly offering hospitality. And my default is to be busy and to do. Mm -hmm. And so I had, you know, the Lord took some time then with explaining to me that that really this isn't a doing. This is a being. This is going to be who you are. And I will provide the opportunities. You don't provide them. I provide them. And that was a real mental shift for me Mm because I thought I had to have like people over or, or teach Bible study or always be entertaining. Um, and that's not what what the Lord had for me. Another lesson that I've learned um, over this is that I'm a very outward person, and I feel like hospitality is a very um, outward expression of love. Mm-hmm. What I never expected was how internal this verse would be to me and how um, what an interior job God would be doing on my soul with living out hospitality. Hospitality in Greek means love of strangers. And so that can mean a literal stranger on a street. Mm-hmm. It can also mean my husband, if we haven't connected in a week or so. Mm-hmm. It can mean a child who has you know, come in and out of town for a while. It can mean a friend. Um, whose friendship I've perhaps neglected over time. And so at what first the verse felt very simple has become really my life calling um, and is applicable in every iteration of my life. I love that. It's that hospitality is so multifaceted that you're thinking it can only mean this. And God says, no, 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 I have got way bigger plans than that for it, you. It does feel like that. And and when I, you know, now, like I said, I, you know, you, I wanted to try on other verses, um, but this <laughs> one has just become, it's really become the fiber of me. You know, I think I get confused a lot between purpose and calling in life. Mm-hmm. And I believe that as, as Christians, our purpose is all unique yeah. to love God, love others, make disciples and through the gospel, mm-hmm. right? But our calling is very different. And for me, taking every opportunity to open my life and home to others is my calling. It's your calling is how you live out your purpose. Exactly. And so so this verse, I've tried to, I've tried to kind of quit it. I've tried to pick <laughs> pick other ones. I've thought, well, I'm kind of done with that one. I'll pick another one now. 
I'll and, retire from hospitality. And you, you don't get to do that when the Lord anoints you <laughs> with a with with a calling and then gives you his word to literally dwell in your heart in order for you to live it out according mm-hmm. to his will. Well, this clearly was a transformative verse for you. And still is. And still is. That's the beauty of it. I don't know that it will ever cease to be alive in my life. That is so exciting. That is so exciting. It is exciting. And I I feel exactly what you're talking about, Kristen, because I too have the gift of hospitality. And I too thought this is the silliest spiritual gift anybody could have. Because in my mind at the time, hospitality is about throwing a party. Right. Right. And that seems so... I don't know. I don't know. We lived through the 80s. Exactly, and so, that, exactly. so we both just, have that baggage. It didn't, it didn't seem like it had any significance, any real importance. Um, but learning the, what biblical hospitality is totally changes everything. And then you think, okay, this isn't such a bad gift to have. You know, I, I can do this. Um, and so that's what I try and do. I'm not sure I'm as good as it as you are. But I don't. See, see, I'm sitting here, the non-hospitality gifted person, uh-huh. thinking that it's the most winsome spiritual gift. Hospitality is yeah. the most winsome spiritual gift because it draws people first to you, but then also eventually to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the whole point, right? Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you said that it draws people to you. You know, one of the things that the Lord has taught me too about this verse, you know, is uh, over time is I did feel some ownership of it and that I was honored that this was the verse that God gave me. But I've I've diverted a bit away from that. This verse is obviously not about me. Like right. for so long, I thought yeah. it was about me, and and it has it, it's it's always about Jesus. We yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but when you feel that, receive it, and when you let's be honest, remember it. Yeah. <laughs> that's when it it just it it's, it never ceases to amaze me. I don't know, and I pray that I will never look at this scripture and. And be numb to it. I don't. I can't imagine that happening. Um, but I pray. I pray that it's so. Well, and I thank you for the reminder that it is constantly. It's. It's not something that you achieve and then move on. It, you know, mm-hmm. whatever your spiritual gift is, whatever your verse is, it's a. It's a lifelong thing. It's not a one and done kind of thing. So Absolutely. I thank you for that reminder. Absolutely. Yeah. But I would like to point out. I'm going to argue with you a little bit, Kristen. Of course. <laughs> That it is, it is the living water that you are serving it to people, right? Yeah. But the living water, it fits in a glass, and that's you. Yeah. You're the glass, and you're transparent. You, nobody, everybody looks through the glass to see the living water. That's what they want to drink, but the glass is important. And your step of being open to what God had to say to you years ago has led to this huge blessing for other people. So don't lose sight of that. Thank I you. I know it's not about you. But. No, but there is, there's, and there, I'm going to use my two least favorite words in the English vocabulary, obedience and discipline. And <laughs> and they do it with any verse. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes, especially in this world of social media and platitudes, you know, we see pretty scripture and it's, ah, it makes it feel good. But we, that's only half of it. You, you know, anything that God gives us is meant for our good, but it also is going to grow us and refine us. And so, there is discipline in this. There are days I don't want to open up my life and home to others. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Netflix and, you know, and yeah. sit on Stay my couch and my PJs. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You know, and so there are, there is, you know, that, and that does have to come from our mm-hmm. own experience and, and determination and will. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's your um, commitment to taking a step. Correct. On that journey that the yeah. Lord has you on, which is 
a privilege for us to be able to go on it with you. So I thank you for coming and sharing today. Thank you. What a delight. Yeah. Anything else you want to wrap up with? I think just... I'm inspired. uh, Yeah. Just inspired. That's a good one. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you all. Until next time.